Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Here's your host, Stacey Jones. Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacey Jones, and I'm so happy to be here with you all today, and I want to give a very warm welcome to Joel Froyan. Joel is the founder and CEO of Fluex Media, a marketing agency with a focus on building personal brands for B2B executives. As an entrepreneur, Joel currently manages some of the largest personal brands on LinkedIn, helping executives maximize their brand visibility and increase their sales leads. His dedication has earned him recognition in leading industry publications such as Forbes, Entrepreneur, PR After Hours, and others. Today, Joel and I are going to be chatting about how you can leverage LinkedIn to grow your own personal brand. We'll learn what works from Joel's perspective, what should be avoided, and how some just miss the mark. Joel, welcome. So happy to have you here today. I'm happy to be here. Well, what I always love doing is starting off, how did you get here today? What made you the master of LinkedIn personal branding? So first of all, we have to establish that I'm the master. I'm not so sure about it, but yeah, um, it's, it's a long story. When I was 18, I couldn't sign my own name in English, believe it or not. And today we are sort of in a business that we're writing professionally for so many uh, great brands out there. So it's been a long story, but in my, pa in my previous uh, position, I was the CEO of a technology company that was in the telecom space. Uh, it was a startup when I came in and um, as uh, a lot of technology startups work, they raise a lot of capital when they get started and they, and in, in our case, they spend it all on development. And when I, when it came to getting the product to market, it was very, to say the least, it was very, very few marketing dollars left in the bank. And we had to figure out how to get this thing off the ground from without a very big marketing budget. So one of the tools that I tried was LinkedIn. And um, it's been an unbelievable, powerful tool that I did not expect. I did not see that coming. And it, it opened up doors for us. I was in almost every single state. I broke into industries that was impossible. It was considered impossible to break into. And um, and since then, it's been an, an amazing journey. And uh, later on, companies approached us, like, how do you do it? They see me on LinkedIn. What's, what's the secret? Can you teach us? Can you tell us? Can you help us? And uh, this is how Flux Media was founded. Well, that is a very good story. So when you're working with a new partner, how do you get started? So what we typically do, the first step is we take a very a real deep dive into understanding everything there is to understand about a business and about the person and, and, and about the person behind the brand. So here is the this is this is a very interesting marketing approach that in the last, uh, I would say, uh, last like 15 years, this has become the new norm. It used to be that people would buy 
and people would get sold into a marketing and into a marketing um, story of a of a a of a company, corporation, a success story, like who knows the name of the CEO of uh, GM or 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 Chrysler or Ford. Very few people, unless you are an historian or you know how to use Google and read Wikipedia pages. But most people who drive a Ford or a GM don't know the name of the founder or the CEO or whatever. Who knows the name of uh, the founder of uh, Tesla? Everyone. I think more people, I think everyone knows the name of the founder, even the people who don't know what Tesla is all about. They know the name of the founder. And um, you get the point. And the last 15, 20 years, this has became very much the new way of doing marketing. People like to understand the person behind the idea. They don't want to be sold on the corporate on the corporate America dream, professional story, the 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 polished picture, the finished product. Give me the story, give me the journey, give me. Give me the struggle. Give me the the what's going on behind that company. How how did it happen? What's the story? And this is where personal branding comes in. People need to understand what is it that drives you. They want to connect in a meaningful way, human to human. And the companies who do it well, the companies who understand it and do it well, those are the companies who are extremely successful. And so when we engage in business with anyone, any new company comes on board, the first thing is when we take the time to not only understand the company, every nuance and every detail, but we also take a deep dive in the, into the founder, whoever, whoever that person is. And sometimes it's the founder, sometimes it's someone else in the company, but there's always a person behind, in the background, sometimes even in the, in the, in, even behind the scenes, it's not always the person that, is in the forefront, but sometimes it's the person behind the scenes who is the driver, who is the person behind the brand. And we get to learn their story, understand everything there is to know about them. So we can take their story and share it with the world. That's 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 the essence of what we do. And so do you think, I know you just said human to human, but do you think this applies to both B2B and B2C brands? So yes, I do think, and I do believe strongly that it applies to B2B and B2C. Obviously, the, the higher the stakes are, the more important it is. It's one thing if, I want, if I'm going to buy, let's say, for example, if I'm going to buy a piece of jewelry that costs 10, 15 bucks, most likely, I don't really care who the manufacturer is. I would just go on Amazon or on eBay, and I would search for that item, and I would just, I would just sort the low, lowest to highest price plus included shipping, and whoever comes up the cheapest price, I'll just buy it. If it has good reviews, I don't really care who who's the manufacturer. But let's say if I'm if 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 I'm looking for let's say for a hip replacement surgeon, would you still go on Amazon and search lowest to highest? No, I need to know who is that surgeon. What's the background? Where are they coming from? What have what have they done in the past? It's it, I, I need to I need to I need to get their trust. I need to be able to trust that person that they know what they're doing. So 
the concept is the higher the stakes, the more trust we're looking for in order to engage in, in that transaction. So yeah, so in the B2B space, typically we're talking about I'm trusting my business. I'm trusting the welding. It doesn't matter what it is, but we have clients in 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 in, in software development. We have clients in in all different industries. But in the B2B space, trust is a huge factor. It's it's not it's not just price. It's not just quality of product. Trust is a big deal. So yeah, authority and trust and everything. I need to know who is the person that I'm engaging engaging with. Now, with you used Elon Musk as an example earlier, and some, for many, actually, he's very polarizing, right? And when you're working with B2B brands, my assumption is the goal with LinkedIn marketing is not to necessarily be polarizing, but to still be authentic and to get your message across while working to um, still traverse the landscape of not hitting any mines along the way. You are asking the billion-dollar question, and that is actually the question that most people have when, when we're talking about personal brand. Reality is that it's almost impossible to create a personal brand without, um, how, how do I say it in a nice way, without... Um, Offending someone. You are, if you are going to stand for something, you're probably offending someone. Yes. And, but let me tell you this if you're not standing for anything, you're not talking to anyone, you're not making a real impact. So, yes, I'm not, I'm not advocating for being polarizing or engaging in politics or any of those stuff. I don't, if you look at my content on, on, on LinkedIn or any other platform. I'm not in, I'm not engaged in political um or polarizing um conversations because to be honest I don't care about it. It's not it's not my thing and I don't have a strong opinion either way. Um if you're asking me about politics I probably hate both sides of the aisle equally. Um uh, I don't want to offend anyone. Um but the reality is that's not my thing so I I'm not talking about it. But but you have to be able to stand for something in order to be able to resonate with your audience. So I don't think it's a good idea to hold back. I think you should speak your mind. And even at a cost, even at the cost of alienating some audiences, because this is the best way how you can resonate with your audience. If you are going to try to satisfy everyone, you're not talking to anyone. You might as well just give everyone ice cream because uh, you're not you're not you're not selling anything to anyone. You're not resonating with anyone. You have to be able to stand for something. It's a long topic. I don't know if we can cover all of it today in this uh, in this uh, format, but it is a it, it is a big topic, and I think people in today's day and age are very much afraid of speaking up. And staying standing for something because of the cancel culture and everything, but the reality is those who have the courage to stand up for what they believe in, those are the people who make the big difference. Those are those are the people who resonate with their audiences the the most, and they are they are they. It doesn't matter whether it's politics or business or anything. Whatever your agenda is, you want to make a difference, 
they have to stand for something. Go look around at both sides of the aisle. I can give you examples, um, uh, but I think I think you don't need my examples. Just everyone knows what I'm, everyone will understand. It doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're looking at on whichever topic you want to touch. You'll see the people who are unafraid to speak their minds. Those are the people who make the difference. It's interesting with cancel culture because you will offend someone, but most cancel culture is revealing today that you're not doing overtly long-term harm to your brand because you're not offending those who actually are appreciating what you're saying. With some exceptions. Exactly. You again, again, you don't don't be stupid. You don't need to you don't need to say some people it's very easy to get sucked into the social media phenomenon where all that matters to you is the fame and the likes and the comments and the and the, and the, and the engagement. And then you're just saying things just to offend everyone. So you get more engagement. It's very easy to fall into that trap. Never forget what your main objective is. Never forget that. But yes, stand for something. And that is going to, if you are going to make a impact on someone, you are also going to offend someone. But if you know your audience, you know who you're looking for, you know what you're saying, you know what you stand for, that won't be a problem. So let's move back into you're working with a client and you're helping them determine what their personal brand actually is. And they've come up and they've figured out who they are. What do you do at that point? How do you fully leverage LinkedIn? And it's more than just building a profile. It's more than just posting on occasion. What is your strategy? So the strategy is, number one, learning everything there is to know about the audience. Having like, in a way, having like an avatar of who is your ideal customer. Who is that audience that you are talking to? When you understand that perfectly, then you, you're not just putting out content. Content is, 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 content is, could be, you can have great content with great engagement and not make a single sale. I know many of them. I have a lot of clients who come to me. They have, they have an amazing engagement ratio, but sales is not happening. So you need to understand your clients. You need to understand how to, how to connect with them. And then once you understand them, then you we build a strategy around that, building the authority, building the connection, building a, a, a relationship that your target audience should appreciate who you are and what you stand for, what you're selling. And then eventually that leads to business. So it's a thread, it's a comprehensive strategy, not only on, on not only on content, but also on engagement. And it, it takes into account everything from growing the following, connections, private messaging, taking care of the of the of the of the of the private messages, the inbounds and the outbounds, and engaging with other people's content in your target, everything. It's it needs to be comprehensive. It can you cannot you cannot expect to go in to walk into a community and just post your own stuff and expect people to connect with you, engage with you. It's almost like you're walking into a, oh, I always use this example because this is easy to understand. Imagine you walk into a networking event and all you're doing is you're telling everyone how great you are. 
no one is interested. Everyone is there to do business and everyone is interested in themselves. They're not interested in you. No one is interested in me. The way I get people interested in me is by me becoming interested in other people. I need to I need to communicate to, with them. So I would spend more time listening to other people than having other people listen to me. So 10% of the time is me, me talking, but 90% of the time is me listening to other people. And this is what you this is what you're doing when you're engaging on the platform. You're commenting on other people's posts. You're messaging other people, but not in a way like, here's my product, I'm the best, I'm great, buy from me. Like all those we we're all we're all get we're all used to those um private messages where everyone is pitching their product to us. We're getting hundreds of those every day. Stop. Become interested in other people. You'll be amazed of what it's going to do. Um, the, the, the most important book to understand LinkedIn is, it's going to sound funny, it's going to sound interesting, but read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I know LinkedIn didn't exist when he wrote that book, but those principles is exactly what you should be doing on LinkedIn. And so what that means is not just doing a newsletter, not just doing social posts, more so going in, joining groups, looking at what's showing up in your feed, commenting on those that you know, commenting on those that you don't know. What else could someone be doing? You want to be connecting with your target audience. Understand who is your call, who is your client, who is your ideal client. Connect with them, but don't just send a connection request. Look them up. Spend three minutes of your time, not more. I'm tell, I promise you, it doesn't take more than three minutes. Spend three minutes, look up their profile, look what they do. If they've posted something in the past, look it up. Try to understand them. If they have a website, you can find it in literally three seconds. Google is going to give it to you. Find it. Look it up. Are they posting on other social platforms? Find out. It doesn't take more than three minutes, literally, of our time to find out everything that's available about the prospect that we're looking to engage with. Spend that three minutes. And then when you send a connection request, write a custom message, customize it. It's a human being. This is not a plastic screen. People tend to forget it. They, they sit at their computer. They think this is just a, it's just a video game. It's not. Those are real people behind that. Engage in a way that you would engage if you meet this person face to face. What would be the conversation? And it's an unbelievable opportunity that we have, that we have so much information at our fingertips. It literally takes no effort, zero effort to find out so much information about that, that prospect. Use it. I'm telling you, 99.9% of people who are on LinkedIn or any other social platform who are doing virtual outreach are not doing it. So it's so easy to stand out because all you need to do is spend that minute or two or three, find out what you need to find out and just message them and connect with them in a meaningful way. It's going to blow your mind what it's going to do to your, to your, to your LinkedIn uh, strategy. Is there any other suggestions that you have? Where are other ways that someone could improve their um, own presence on LinkedIn? Content is a very strong way on how to present yourself to your audience in a very non-threatening way. Usually people are very turned off every time 
you approach someone, the first thing that comes to mind is, what is this person? What, what does this person want from me? What is he going to sell me? He wants something. What's his agenda? That's the first thing that comes to mind. And it's a huge turn, turn off. Sometimes gives you the ability to present yourself in a way, install in their brains, in your prospect brains, in your prospect's brains, you can install information that you want them to know about yourself before you even reach out to them the first time. And it's, and it's a very natural way. You're putting it out in content. It's not direct. You're not pitching. You're just letting them know who, what, what is it that you want them to know about you. So when you get to talk to them face-to-face, -face, they already have a preconceived notion of who you are. What is, what is it that you want them to know? This is what you should be you should be sharing on LinkedIn. Share your story. Share how you got into what you what, you got into it. To whatever it is that you're doing. There's no people are always telling me their biggest challenge is how to come up with ideas of content, how to do content. The the anyone who is in business, anyone who is doing any business, anything in business has so much to share. You just need to look at your calendar. Look at your calendar. Look at your schedule. Look at your to-dos. There's always something happening. Just share. Share your journey. You have no idea. It might, it might seem like it's not interesting. It might be not interesting to you because you're dealing with it every day. Most people don't deal with what you're dealing with. Most, deal, most people don't know what it's like to be in the business that you're in. They just don't know. It's interesting. They want to know. Have you ever watched a movie? Have you ever Me? watched? A, but yeah, have you ever watched a behind-the-scenes movie like how it's made? Well, I will say since my industry is in Hollywood, where I work with oh. brands and put them in movies and TV shows, I have watched more movies probably than all of our listeners combined at this point. Okay, so how how do you like to watch the behind-the-scenes, the making of? Have it you ever feels seen very those? real life to me. Yes, <laughs> I am. Is it and it's interesting because it gives you, you know, the part of the, the access that most people don't get to have. When we bring in clients um, to a production, when we're shooting a movie or a TV show and having their brand become part of that storyline, you know, one of the first things that we typically try to do is get the client on set because it's way more interesting to them to be able to see that versus just the end product because they want to know the story of the making of. Exactly. So this uh, the, the business, and, and it's not only business, it's just real life. Real life is people want to know, they want to get a scoop. They want to know what what's happening behind that, that finished product, that fancy screen, that beautiful scene. What is it like? What is it like? What hap what's happening back, backstage? And this is what you can give them in your content. This is the best format of content. Just share with them. Everyone is so fancy. Everyone has access today. Like I remember 20 years ago when I was trying to put up my first website, I needed to spend a lot of money, a lot of skill. Like today, everyone has a fancy website. It's so easy to do it. Everyone is having a fancy phone system. You call in, even if you have a one-man shop, you'll hear, or you, you, you'll get those fancy recordings for customer service press one for this press two. Everyone is so fancy and everything is so professional. 
Okay, every that 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 doesn't sell anymore. Okay, people want to know the real story behind it. They want to they want to see behind the scenes. And when you share content, you share authentic, authentically share share your struggles, share the real story, share, share the imperfections. What's so interesting about about seeing a behind the scene movie? What's so interesting about it? It's interesting because the imperfections, the the mistakes, the shots that did not work out. How many how many shots did it take to get it right? This is this is the real thing. This is what connects. If you want to connect the the the, the characters to the to the audience, th there's nothing like it. And you can do it in content so easy. All you have to do is just be willing to be vulnerable and open and share. That's all you need to do. And I'm telling you from experience, it, there's nothing that sells like vulnerability. Nothing. No, I'll, I'll share. You know, I do a weekly newsletter. And the, the newsletters I write where I share where I've screwed up, where I've had setbacks, where I've had massive learning lessons. And I've been in this industry for 26 years. I've had a lot of screw ups over the years. I've made a lot of mistakes. And that's what's valuable about people working with me is I know how to have them not make the same mistakes. But it's those messages that I have where I get the highest engagement, the highest feedback, the comments of, I can't believe you shared that story. I had the same thing happening. And you start relating on a different level versus just saying, here it is in my pristineness of perfection because no one is perfect. And people want to know how they can basically avoid screwing up, which is why this podcast is called Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. That is so true. What you just said, this is, if people ask me, people ask me all the time, like, what is the secret? Like, best content. How? Wh what is the secret? What you just said, that is it. That is content. That is it. Nothing else. Because, because after all, we're human beings. No one is perfect. And when you're portraying a perfect picture, when you're saying you're flawless, when you're just showing up as the perfect company, you know what you're telling everyone else? You're telling them that they are inferior. You're telling them that they're not good enough. You're telling that they, they, you make them feel like this person will never understand me. They'll judge me or whatever it is. When you're showing up the real thing, no, we're all screwing up. We're all making mistakes. Yeah. We're human beings. And now the audience feels like, okay, this is someone that is going to understand me. This is someone I can trust. This is someone who's not going to judge me. I feel a connection. This is someone I can engage in business with. So how do you take this from your writing on LinkedIn, your video on LinkedIn, and, and really construct this into a story that's ongoing with an actual plan in place? So, from, so the first step is um, getting a deep dive and understanding everything there is to know. And it's not only about understanding the business and the person, but it's also understanding their voice. We're taking their voice, the way they would write, the way they would speak, their expressions, the words they use, words they don't use, the vocabulary, the everything, the, all the nuances to be able to properly present a personal brand. So remember, it's one thing to present a company. 
but presenting a human being, presenting a personal brand is a whole new level. So we need to be able to on, do that properly. So first of all, we build out the foundation. Once we have that, we start, we're doing a weekly content call. That, that is, we get on a weekly phone call, which takes about 30 minutes, where we, the, 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 the client doesn't even know what we're looking for. We have the strategy. We know exactly which pieces of content we want, we need according to the strategy. And then we will just have a conversation, just like we're having right now. We're asking the questions and we allow the, and we allow the, the, the prospect, the, the client to speak. We let, them, we let them talk. They don't even know what we're looking for, but through the, the conversation, throughout the conversation, by having this conversation, we pick their brain and we get out what we need in terms of content. And then we we use their own words and we turn that into whatever we need to turn it into. But the whatever, and it's always their voice, their content. It's not just ghostwriting. It's one thing to be a ghostwriter, look up and research and write. But this is this is taking personal branding to a whole new level. The person doesn't need to think about content. The person doesn't need to come up with ideas of what to post or how to post or we're doing it all. And it's all their own words, their own language, their own insights, their own information. And, um, and it's it, it, when they read back, we have an approval process. They have to read the post and approve it before we put it out. When they read it, and they look at it. It's like we had we we had a client express. <laughs> it's an interesting expression, but he said like, "This is creepy." I'm reading it, and it's, it, it it sounds to me like I've written it, but I didn't. Like it's it's so. I might as well. This is this is me. Like, how did you get into my brain to be able to write the way I write? This this this, this is how far we take it. So, so That's this awesome. is the content piece. I don't know if you use ChatGPT or any other AI, but I've written so much. I just a ridiculous amount of content on our blogs. We have over 1600 on our agency and I've done a lot of interviews with press, but it's gotten to the point where I can literally go into a ChatGPT scenario and say, write in the voice of Stacey Jones of Hollywood Branded and it will write and I'll give it its topic and it will write something. And I will say, I have a hard time telling if I wrote it or if chat wrote it. So the fact that you guys can do that as well is fantastic. So I imagine that at a certain point, um, AI will be, I, th I think someone is going to develop it, but if not, I think we will do it eventually. Um, develop a tool through ChatGPT where we can plug in the, the, the data points from our voice guide for the client. And then the ChatGPT will be able to to create um, posts in that specific brand, um, language, because after all, every we have a, a very detailed voice guide, and I, I wish there would be a tool where I can just plug it in. Um, um, yeah, famous uh, voices out there. When you when you have enough data on the internet from from a certain character, yes, then ChatGPT has a lot to base it on. But we're working. Most of our clients are not not famous people, not people that have a lot of content out there and we have to create it from scratch. So, so yeah, I hope someone will do it one day. And if not, maybe perhaps we'll do it. 
if you do it, I think a lot of people will sign up for it. So that would be something that would be very, yeah, very I, I, But I, I, I suspect that someone or maybe multiple people are already working on something like that. Yes, but it's yours there, better. There's a clear science to it. That's that uh, that okay, or, or that, that's all I can tell you. There is a yeah. science to it, and it's not it's not um there's nothing creative about it. It's very simple. It's very simple. You can there are many courses on on the topic. Um it's it's not it's not so hard to create a voice guide. So how can our listeners reach out to you? Where can they find you? And I bet you're going to say LinkedIn is one of those platforms. Yeah, LinkedIn is going to be the easiest way to get in touch. I'm Joel Freund. It's on, on LinkedIn. Um, you can message me or our website, fluxmedia.com. Um, that's the easy way to get in touch. And I have a special I, I have a special offer to all your listeners. Right. Um, we spoke about... We spoke about... Um, how to what is the right way to 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 uh to send a connection request and a lot of people have this question like how do you do it right i just said spend three minutes to research but really how do you do it um i've, I've recorded a, a short video like a 15 minute video where i show you step by step how we do it in linkedin on an influx how we do it for clients everyone can do it again nothing we do is rocket science Everyone can do it. I have this video that I I I, re, I, I really wanna, I want to. I want people to learn how to engage in a meaningful way in a virtual world. And anyone, I'm giving it away for free. Anyone who wants it can just email us or message me on LinkedIn or on the website or just email us uh, at info at fluxmedia.com and I'll be happy to send you that training. I too look forward to watching that training because I am sure we can improve massively with your insights. Amazing. Well, Joel, thank you so much for joining us today. I learned a lot. I know our listeners learned as well. Really appreciate your time and thoughts. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I am sure you learned a lot because I did. I look forward to chatting with you this next week. And until then, if you have any questions about how to leverage your brand through third-person content, whether that be a movie, a TV show, a podcast, a music video, an influencer, a celebrity, keep Hollywood branded in mind, reach out. I'm happy to connect with you or with our team. Have a great one.